What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 135th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always... Really excited to get things going and talking over me is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Well, that answers that question. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing great. Hey, we're starting, just so uh, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. How's it going? Uh, I am ready to talk some stuff, some new kits and I know. reworks and... A bunch of unexpected stuff. I, I I didn't expect us to actually have new stuff to talk about this week, but uh, here we are. I know it's pretty cool the uh, the way that they're doing it this month. Doing it kind of like they got some things at the beginning, you got some at the end. They're just kind of spread them out. It's pretty cool, along with new events, which we will talk about going on right now. Pretty sweet. I'm uh, I'm loving it right now. Yeah, I am totally so, with you. I had something other else exciting happen on Monday that I got majorly let down about, but I had read in our Discord that someone thought, heard there were rumors that the Episode 9 trailer was going to re- be released at some event that was going on. I can't remember the event. It must have been a big one to think it would even possibly be release there but uh there was no episode nine trailer on monday so that was unfortunate but i'm getting to the point now if it's coming in december it's now february i want to at least know the name of the movie at this point what do you think yeah i I would like to know it as well there uh i I heard a rumor that of one that was like the balance of the force or something like that but um all speculation i'm i'm curious i'm with you Uh, give us something people come on uh you know it's (laughs) gonna be a big year for star wars so i mean when we found out that the last jedi was the name of episode eight that kind of just started all the rumor mills and theory trains and everything going off so i'm just excited to get the name so we can try to figure it out yeah and i did uh I'm already starting to try to talk about what some might consider spoilers, but someone that's coming back, I believe, I'm really excited about. So, Ooh. I I haven't heard any spoilers, so I don't know. If you're interested in that, go look at the cast list, because there's some interesting things in there. Really? 
I'm gonna have to go check it out. Uh, yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I can't wait till we actually get a video on it. Um, you know, maybe we can, uh, you know, do do something with, you know, the trailer release and try to keep up with the uh, just normal Star Wars stuff a little bit better this year because we usually don't really cover that stuff at all. But it might be kind of fun to, you know, do a little something with that. Uh, yeah, I would really like to do that. I really still think we need to do the, our show with our friends from Cantina Vizsla going over the Mandalorian when it comes out, because that's going to be awesome, but we should definitely do something about the movie too. We were supposed to do the Resistance show and, well, we, let's, we've just not had time apparently, so, um, yeah. That's someone's trying to Mandalorians. We're doing something come hell or high water, so we will see. Turns out he's not moving at all right now, so that's good. Well, here we are. He'll be back in a moment. He's having uh internet problems, which is why he wants to move. So it's it's really reinforcing the point I was literally just making. So beautiful. All right, Wink. Come back to me. We're actually going to do two Goodnight Punk streams tonight. So I'm going to talk to myself as often as I can. I know you guys are interested in that. You guys can't hear the music, I can. So me bobbing my head to it probably looks really goofy. All right, well. There he is. Hello there. Literally just talked about, we're talking about you moving for the internet and then you lo- drop connection. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, I missed that part. Um. <laughs> Yeah, my my internet's not having a good night, apparently. Uh, I have no idea how this is going to go. Yeah, uh, hopefully, here in the next month or so, um, I'll actually, you know, probably going to be moving in March, and hopefully I have good internet by then. Like, I was over there today, and they got the little boxes for the fiber hanging on the poles and stuff, so um, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Awesome. Well, I promised everyone information about merchandise this week, and I wanted to let you all know that within a couple of weeks, we will be finding a place to sell A, the Shattered Order logo shirt that we've always had available. The link is in Discord. If you are ever interested in buying that, you can go get it from there. But hopefully we're going to expand. Hopefully we're going to. We're going to expand that in the next two weeks because now I am in the process and I've got some really good... I got one that's already almost done and one that's like in my head ready to be drawn out on uh, on my computer for a Bleedo and a Jerry t-shirt. So pretty soon I in like the next it. couple of weeks, you'll be able to get your Bleedo or your Jerry t-shirt. So look forward to that. Um, it will be in Discord. I'll pop it there. I'll pop it on Twitter whenever we finally get it live and then we'll d- announce it on the uh, show. But that should be within the next two weeks 
you'll be able to purchase those things. Now we got some other ideas. And if you are interested in this, go ahead and hit us up in Discord or Twitter and let us know if you would be interested in buying one. But we have uh, tumblers and pint glasses that we're looking into getting our logo screen printed onto. So if you want a nice beer glass for watching the podcast and drinking with us, um, we have those. We're hoping to have those available. So I'm working on that. That one's a little more tricky, but yes. uh, those are the two things that should be coming out this month. So so the trickiness on those is kind of logistically, just the way you have to order them and stuff. We would essentially have to order them ourselves and then ship them out. Uh, can't really find a good place that takes online orders like they do with the t-shirts. So... um Hit us up and let us know if you guys would be interested in buying those because it's kind of a bulk thing, you know, uh, only makes sense to do it if we have enough people interested in them. So hit us up if you are interested and we can kind of go from there. Yep, for sure. I have designed those already and they do look really freaking cool. So yes. Yes, they are interested. Let us know. 100%. And the last thing for our intro here, I just wanted to say, as always, you're seeing my shirt. I'm representing uh, our sponsors here. Yes, Blue Microphones, as always, sponsors this show and provides us with the awesome uh, hardware that we use on this show to record, to listen, uh, everything. So we got our mic stands, we got our sparks, we got our, uh, they're not Lola's. These are satellites. Yeah, satellites. I got our satellite headphones, our sparks, our compass. We got all this cool stuff from Blue that makes this show happen. So if anyone else is interested in getting into content creation or this stuff is also great for gaming because you can uh, use it to communicate with your team better, everything like that. If you are interested in anything from Blue, go check out their website, bluedesigns.com. And if you use so pod on checkout you get 20 percent off now these are great products with a great discount there to get them so if you go check that out we would appreciate it and uh we would really appreciate it for our sponsors there so indeed indeed um well you ready for this first topic i am let's do it Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Ah, <laughs> uh, Zara's a troll in <laughs> chat. That's pretty good. I just saw it. <laughs> Wink is sponsored by Linksys, the leader in 56k modems. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very funny. Beautiful. All right, so uh, farming update. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my uh, Basilisk shot and fallen. I'm at 32 out of 85, still chugging along there. It is a slow grind. Ambo is 22 out of 85. Really need to get him done. I need to start dumping gear into him. That way I have that other bounty hunter for my teams. Candorous, 56 out of 100. Very close. Definitely be finished by next week. And then the Emperor's Shuttle. I'm 13 out of 80. I'd um, I'm too busy farming other stuff. I didn't actually store back energy. I just kind of, I mean, I, I made sure that I moved into that next day full of energy, but I didn't like stock up. Um, so 
I got 13 shards today. Not too shabby. And then uh, the only other thing I did this week was changed up my arena team just a little bit. And I had to drop Chewy because, well, the other day. Did you say Chop Suey? Chop Suey? No. No. It probably <laughs> sounded like that, though, with this Linksys 56K modem. Uh, but um, I got a new arrow that I put on Jolie. It is a health primary arrow with some secondary speed, like 14. Um, I felt like that would be worth the trade-off. He's over 56,000 health. And immediately after putting that on him, somebody messaged me and was like, my God, your Jolie is awful to kill because he just keeps rehealing, uh, you know, because of all those bonuses he gets, you know, adding even a little bit of health to him can make a difference. And I have noticed on offense, he is way more difficult uh, for the opposing team to kill. So that has actually been quite nice. But which is great because they're almost guaranteed to. Uh to direct focus him. So yes. if he can last through the direct focus and not have to use savior, that's, that makes him even more valuable. Yes, for sure. And the, uh, the other thing was once I did that, I was like, okay, great. I'll see how this does. I dropped to 12. I was like, yes, this is unbelievable. So I was like, no need to make any changes now. And then the next day I woke up, and my team was at 49. So I have since dropped uh, Chewy because I've been noticing a lot of issues on offense even where I get no usage out of him just because they, you know, Revan targets Chewy and Chewy's dead. And then he can't be revived on the team. So I'm down one character. So it's basically four versus five from the very beginning. And... um. He's just kind of at a point that I, I guess it's with all the new Revens coming up. He's just not useful on that team anymore. So I went back to Basil Sean and I'm running the traditional team now. Um, I presume it's going to hold better. Uh, so we, we, we shall see. That's it. <laughs> Anything else? What about you? Super excited. Uh, oh man. I can tell the I can tell you this much: the amount of revens in my shard is out of control. It's, it's nuts, just man! So annoying again. Just the the mirror matches were annoying before he came back, but they're still super annoying now. But the good news is, since everything's going dark around me, the since I all of them have the new revens for the most part. A lot of those people that weren't in the top fifteen where I usually fight. They didn't have the mods. Look at you in the top 15 where I usually fight. Hey, it's a new thing for me. Well, I mean, it's like (laughs) eight, nine months old now. But but like I'm saying, like the people that got Revan, if they push me back, it's super easy to climb back up because none of them have a faster Revan than me. So as annoying as mirror matches are, it's and a lot of them don't know how to mod Oyota or anyone really. So it's not so bad. Makes a difference. I don't know why I went into that, but anyways, what did I do this week? Oh, so I told you last week with my alt, I joined Future of the Order from the Order, our alliance, to start doing heroic raid attempts. We were, we've done two this week. Uh, we're having a little bit of trouble stuck in the middle Uh-oh. of phase three. Oh, so no. 
Wait. Whoa. How are you stuck in the middle of phase three? Does no one have 3PO? Um, people, we have, we have some with 3PO, maybe one or two, but they haven't been able to get that third phase thing working. And so give me one second. Yes. No, it's fine. Okay. Thank you. I'm back. So yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) The... So that we're getting stuck in phase three. I just don't think everyone has their checks mixed ready to go. I think we're getting about 50% into phase three and it's getting stuck. I think that uh, the guys with C-3PO are trying to mod him now or mod the team now to get it working the way it's supposed to. But the last two raids, we haven't gotten that. So hopefully soon. Uh, their last attempt before the two we just did was stuck in phase one. So we definitely are making progression, but... Nice. Hopefully we'll have good news next week, but uh, right now still uh, still fighting the fight in Future of the Order. But the other thing, I have been, I just got Gear 12, Anakin to Gear 12. I actually decided to work on a quest for once, and part two of the Jedi quest was, one of the parts was to get Anakin to Gear 12. So I thought, you know what? I'm on this part of the quest. That's the last part I need for it. Anakin has a ship. I am farming that ship. It'll be good once I'm... It's good now. So I'll just get him to gear 12 and I'm good to go. Went up to the next tier, tier 3, and now it's old bin. So I actually have to gear my old bin. And I'm not too excited about that. Simply for the fact he's He's gear 9 right now. No, I know. I'm not fighting the idea that he's awesome. But A, he's only good in like one or two modes that you ever use him in right now. And then the other part to it is gear nine to gear 10 takes 150 carbontes and I have zero. So That's a it's just a staring at a wall that I don't want to fight, but I'm going to anyway. So luckily there's a lot of stores that have carbontes. So hopefully I'll get through that pretty quickly, but going after old Ben now and kind of st- it's kind of crappy. I finished Candor Zordo. Now I'm back to farming Kit Fisto. Nice. Super exciting. Mr. Sounds Fisto. Like 65 out of 100. Almost finished with him. And then it'll be Lando. And then after <laughs> Lando, I got nothing. So, nice. But I wanted to mention something that Ice Station Zebra mentioned in Discord about when you have nothing else to farm in Cantina. And he mentioned an idea. Um, he mentioned the idea of always topping off your energy, being ready for whatever next cantina person drops. And uh, his idea was more, it sounded like it was more of a all the time being capped off on energy and just spending what you needed to a few times a day to get uh, shards and stuff from the crew node. But I... My counter idea to him was to, on Tuesday nights, to cap off your energy on Tuesday nights. If you know characters are probably going to go free to play mm-hmm. that, uh, that Wednesday, because Wednesday's been the update day recently. That way, if you want to jump ahead on your farm on that character, you can that way. But uh, I myself personally would rather have the shard shop currency over the whole week than just sitting on that energy all the time 
but it is a decent idea to do the night before on Tuesday nights if you think a character is like I would have done it if I thought about this idea this past Tuesday, I probably would have done it then thinking, okay, if there's an update tomorrow, Carthonasi and Juhani should be farmable, so maybe I can get a jump on them, you know what I mean? So just an idea. But they I thought they should have been this week. Anyways, we'll get to that. The yeah. last thing my farm update bat still has actually been a little better this week and it's all it's funny because it's not the first sims it's always my refresh sims uh they've usually been three to seven i've had anywhere in that range this whole week so um i'm at 27 out of 85 now so nice. i'm pretty excited about that we should um, finish her up about the same time then yep Looking pretty good there. Imbo, or Django, I got him to six stars. So now I'm fighting for that last star. Six out of 100. Imbo, I hope, is finished this week. He's at 85 out of 100. Uh, and it's funny because you mentioned the you mentioned the shuttle. And we'll talk about this once we get into the galactic chase. But my shuttle's at 38 out of 80. And I did save up energy. So... I'll mention why once we start talking about Galactic Chase, but I did not get as far on the energy that I saved up as some people, but I will say <clears throat> that the drop rate is really good for those uh, this Galactic Chase thing. I like it. So Yeah, seems like it's really good. Uh, we're going to talk specifically about the drop rates here in a bit, but yeah, no. it's not too bad. Um, you mentioned something earlier that I, I kind of wanted to mention that us as a guild are doing. <laughs> Uh, you're talking about the quest, and right now I'm stuck on the first tier of the Jedi Master quest, and that requires three top three finishes in the Rogue AT raid. So what we have started doing is we have a number of people that are trying to complete these same challenges, and some people that are trying to complete the uh, challenges where you have to finish uh, so many top ten finishes in the AT raid. So... We are alternating raids in which every other raid we are letting people post damage early and basically rank themselves and then have just a couple of the top people solo it and be done with it. That way we can expedite how quick people are able to do these things and get these quests knocked out because if you're just waiting for your opportunity to actually get a top three finish, I mean... There's a 6% chance, basically, that you're going to get one of those spots on any particular raid. And it will take freaking forever. So I highly suggest if you're tr trying to do these or you're in a guild and you've got a lot of other people trying to do them, come up with a system, help everybody try to get them knocked out. Nobody gives a damn whether they get top three or not, or they shouldn't at least. I mean... Uh, not in heroic AAT. Yeah, the, like, the rewards... No matter where you're at, the rewards are bad, so... The rewards from completing the quest are better than the rewards from the raid, other than the guild shop <laughs> currency. So, yeah, yeah be, be a good guildmate and help your guildies get those knocked out. All right. That sounds good. I got a very important question. <laughs> Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. I guess I should have said we've got very important questions. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's the question? 
Is this a new sounder? <laughs> I'm excited. I got excited for a second. Uh, sorry to let you down. No, it's okay. We'll be all right. I, I'm not sure how the, the sultry, sultry pole drop could let you down, but... You know. No, no, that, that was good. I liked it. I'm good to go. All right. So, the poll this week. Uh, big, big, huge, monstrous shout-out to Frostfires, who is helping us do these polls now. Uh, helping take a little bit of load off of us each week. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. And uh, what is question number one? All right, so question number one is, how much of a nuisance has res- resin... I hope resin hasn't been a nuisance in your in your arena. Anyways, how much of a nuisance has Revan been in your arena shard? And the answers were, if you don't have a Revan team or a team that strictly counters him, it's hard to get in the top 50. My shard has a good mix of teams in the top 50. My shard only has one or two Revan teams, and I'm still working on making it into the top 200. I see a Revan team once in a blue moon. So this one far and away, much like we talked about in the top of the show section there, but 88% of 165 responses say you don't have a Revan team or a team that strictly counters him. It's hard to get into the top 50. This does not surprise me at all. Yeah. (laughs) At least from my arena, from the sounds of yours. So it's all Revan, all Revan, baby. All Revan all the time. Now, I will say that maybe that'll change by the end of the month. Because it's looking like these droids are might be something. So, we'll see. But, yeah. Second highest there. 8%. My shard has a good mix of teams in the top 50. Can I join yours, please? I would love it. <laughs> and then... 4% said I'm still working on making it in the top 200. I see a Revan team once in a blue moon. You can do it. I believe in you. Uh, yep. Just keep keep farming uh, the, that meta team that you like and mods, and you'll be there in no time. Indeed. And then one, I think it's one. I can barely click on the slice. One person said my shard only has one or two Revan teams. So I can only venture a guess as to say that that person um, is probably on a newer shard. That's my guess. Yeah, probably. Because that's uh, that's not very many Revens. So if you have one on that shard, enjoy your top finishes. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. All right, what's the next one? All right, next one. What was the most intriguing thing about the road ahead? Um... Let's see. So the top overall response what at 31% was the audacious five-year plan. I did find that awfully surprising too. The second rank, Yeah, that's crazy. The second ranked one had 24%, and that was You hear that, meat bags? I will be back. Which of course is an HK47 reference. Uh and basically the the one thing for everyone to hold on to at the end of that road ahead post. Yep. Like, Oh, let me just throw something in here right at the end. So you're holding on to it as hard as you can. 
Yep. So nice subtle hints. Uh, at 15%, we had the Separatist Droid releases slash reworks. Um, our, sorry, that was that's actually fourth at 15%. The third at 17.5% were the quality of life updates. And then last but not least, that 12% is uh, finessing the delivery system of how they release characters. Which one would have got your vote? Which one would have got my vote? Uh, probably. I mean, for probably me, the delivery system. For me, it was the quality of life. I don't think there's anything. Well, I mean, the character, the squad character screen thing is really, really good because rancor stimming. Oh, I. You know what? It's been a week, and I've completely forgotten about rancor simming because. It's just not in my head. That is pretty great. Okay, quality of life. That one gets a vote too. Um, I'm really excited though. To I'm really I really want a new Guild Event character. That's like awesome to hear yeah. them talking about uh, this galactic chase stuff. We're going to talk about is yep. just really cool as well. I mean, there's just a lot in that as well. Um, I didn't put it in the notes, but we need to talk about it as well. Uh, I'll make sure to bring that up on the forums. But they also just it'll release something about Droideka's marquee event and the packs with that, yes. which also goes into the finessing the delivery system. And uh, spoiler, in my opinion, uh, this is going the opposite way of where I wanted it to go. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Actually, we'll talk about that when we get to the update. So, yeah. Until but it's funny the first the first. 30 votes while I was sitting here watching this when I first posted it. Because when I first post the uh, the poll, the the poll's responses come in pretty quick, right? So that in the first 30 people that voted, um, Separatist Droid releases, reworks, didn't have a single vote in the first 30 people. Interesting. I'm like, wow. Everyone's been waiting for Grievous forever. 30 people polled. None of them even said that. Yeah. So that was interesting. Speaking of that, um, of the three announced reworks, which one excites you most? General Grievous, IG-100, or the B-2 Super Battle Droid? And this is a complete and total landslide. No one is surprised with General Grievous at almost 80%. Crazy. And then B-2 came in next at 16%. Basically 4% of people cared about ig100 so those are just contrarians i'm sure see but i would have i would have picked that to be honest because there's two reasons a he's a character that was worthless before who probably won't be afterward which i always like that and two all those characters that were for in the game from the very beginning usually don't have a really hard gear uh a gear their gear requirements aren't really that hard. So if he is good, then it's probably not going to be that hard to get him to a usable state. Um, so I think that's pretty awesome. But I am more excited for Grievous. So no, that, that. You know what I need but. to do? Uh, whenever I get some free time, uh, I'm going to spend some time and get a really, really good recording of a yawn. That way I can <laughs> use it sometime. Like five seconds ago. 
That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I'm okay. I'm not hurt. My feelings are fine. I am right. not hurt. What's the next question? <laughs> all right. Next question is, all these new shiny droids, are they just a distraction from Old Republic content that is still coming? And the answers we gave were, oh, look, shiny new droids. I don't care if any more Old Republic content comes. I'll be farming droids. And I think the developers intended to change our focus to the droids. Nothing for the Old Republic will be released in the next few weeks. And next, I think the droids are a way to limit resources to keep the number of people who get Darth Revan or Darth Malak to a minimum. And then the last is, I think the 10-year anniversary is over for Old Republic. 15-year anniversary, we were corrected there. Darth Revan will not be back until the 15th anniversary, so say 20th then. (laughs) So there you go. The overwhelming amount of people, so 76% of people said, I think the droids are a way to limit resources to keep the number of people who get Darth Revan or Darth Malak to a minimum. So a lot of people on that conspiracy train... Um, just like me, which is why I'm not even worried about working on my droids right now, even though I'm sure they're going to be awesome. I'm still farming and gearing my, uh, Karth and Candorous and Juhani and what's his, who did I miss? Oh, Badstola. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing, but I'm with it. I'm with the, the majority there. Other spots that had uh, good chunks. 13% of people said, I think the developers intended to change the focus to the droids. Nothing for the Old Republic will be released in the next few weeks or months. So those are the two big big hitters for answers people had. Cool. All right, so the next one is, have you seen the B1 Battle Droids kit? 88.5% of people have... And then uh, the, uh, let's see, 7% said not not yet, um, but they were going to click on the link that was in the answers, and then 5% said no. So most people have seen the kit, and piggybacking from that, now that we have seen the kit for the B1 Battle Droid, what do you think? Um, all right, so there are a crap ton of answers here. Uh, and as always, you can click on the, uh, the show notes and go down to the poll because the link is there every single week and you can read all the answers and see all the responses. But the overwhelming number one response at 62% was, I will reserve my opinion until I see the rest of the reworks. Uh, so people are a little bit skeptical to some degree there. The next biggest pie was 12%, and they said, I think it's interesting, but unless there's a lot of help, it will not be good. Um, and then there were, let's see, two two other responses tied that think it's uh, interesting, but will not end up PvP play, and then another 7.9% that said they don't like it. Uh overpowered loving it was oh uh that was another eight percent um <laughs> and then let's see I don't, 
I don't like it was one person. One person said they don't like it. There's always one. That's the way it always goes. There's always one. I fall. I don't think it's overpowered, but I am in the, this seems pretty good. I love it camp. So uh, I'm loving it. Yeah. Looks awesome. Have you read it through? Yes. We'll get into it here shortly, but yes, I am pretty (laughs) excited about it. It's cool. Um, Next question is, will you unlock the Emperor Shuttle? And I do believe this that is uh, referring to during this session while it's in the PvP table that it's in the fleet PvP table. Um, 36% of people said, I already have or expect to. Uh, another 36% of people said, I will spend resources towards unlocking the shuttle, but will not make it a priority. 23% said, I think it looks cool and all, but it is not important to me to unlock the shuttle and it doesn't really fit into my current fleet. And then, uh, there was a pretty small percentage under 5% of people said it's not in their short or long-term plans. I think this thing is awesome. As far as fighting Houndstooth, I don't know. I guess we'll get into that as well, because we're going to talk about his kit. But yes, that was part of one of my things I asked him to ask people, because when I read it, when I read it through the first time, I all I could think was, this looks like it will do very well against the Houndstooth, which yeah. everyone seems to be using. So, I mean, I want it just to see how well it does, but. There's that. Indeed. So then we asked another question, basically asking across the world, doesn't matter time zones or anything but like that, but if you had changed your payout or left it where it was, what did you choose and what is your current payout time? Now, it seems like... So the overwhelming amount of people have 6 p.m., as their payout time listed here. So I'm going to assume that all those people answered the question, not all of them, well, pretty much all of them, unless they switch back to that time. That is the normal arena payout time. So we won't count that as one that's been moved to, but uh, six, 43 out of 109 responses have the normal payout time. Yep. The very next highest one is... 13, no, sorry, I can't read that. It's yellow on white. 15, 5 p.m. So a lot of people, 15 people moved an hour ahead for their arena payout. So that was really interesting. And then another one had people moving. The next one is 11, so they moved it one hour later to 7 p.m. And there's also a 7.30 p.m. one listed there. Basically, I mean... Uh, an hour on either side of the original payout time that the devs had selected for the game. Um, and then, you know, the next four to five hours after that uh, would be the next most common. But that, I mean, that kind of tells you they did a pretty good job picking payout times. If either we're, we're like mice that are so trained to this that it doesn't affect us or, People, you know, actually do like these times and think they fit well. So, three people said six a.m. That's an interesting one to me. And no, thank you. 
I w- that's must be I people pass. that wake up early for work and have lots of time in the morning. Yeah. That will do their arena payout right before work. But that's that really screws up. I'm really wondering I wonder what times that would make your refreshes. So 6 a.m. would be your your fleet and regular energy. But 9 a.m. would be your other energy. Midnight would and be then your big big pot of energy. The big one. Yeah. Sounds awful. Daily Reese. Yeah, that's just if it didn't change your energy refreshes, I think that we'd see these numbers more dispersed. I think the fact that changing it too drastically changes your daily reset as well as all the bonus energies is why we see that more closer to that 5 p.m. Yeah. Did you change yours out of curiosity? Yeah, I moved it an hour later. So I'm in the 7 o'clock. So mine, I changed mine from 6 to 9 only because I'm always up at midnight. So my last refresh is at midnight. My daily resets at, at 3 a.m. It works out well for me, but I'm a night owl. I work nights. It, it, all, it, it worked out perfectly for me. I can see, though, why people stay around where they were. Yeah. It's just interesting to see the large dispersion here. No one answered between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., so no one's in there. There's a lot of big chunks of missing time on this 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 time uh, frame here, but it's interesting for sure. Um, so you did skip over one question, and that was how powerful is the Emperor shuttle? You didn't cover oh, that one. Look did at you? me. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, so we'll jump back to that one real quick. Sixty four sixty four percent people said it's a solid pick for Sith. And Empire Fleets, uh, that was the biggest biggest little pot there. Uh, 13% said it may be slightly better than the Resistance X-Wing. Ouch. Uh, another 13% <laughs> said it will show up sometimes, but makes me think it's great. Uh, let's see. Almost 10% said it will knock out those pesky houndtooths in everyone's fleet. And then basically new meta-defining ship basically said one person if it i really think that if it wasn't for um the falcon it could be meta defining but we have the falcon the good news is it's not bodhi i'm pretty sure it's not bodhi rook so that's true that's that's true it's not a one that goes immediately free to farm and no one's going to use it i think this I think this one will be more interesting than that. That so. is true. All right. So the next question is the demographic question. Uh, how old are you? <laughs> uh, Seems everyone's more of uh, my age. Or at least at the bottom end of my age. Or bottom end of that spectrum. Whatever. People are near <laughs> my age, apparently. Apparently, uh, yeah, uh, 35 to 44 is 60%. So, um, yeah, that is a massive chunk of people. Uh, There's a lot of us at work not playing, not doing work. 21 to 34-year-olds are 28% of the people did this poll. And then 8.5% were 45 to 54 Let's see. So the biggest chunk 
of demographic for this podcast is between 21 to 54. So if you're outside of those ranges, we appreciate you. <laughs> yep. And well, okay, let me let me rephrase that. We appreciate everyone, but it's That's just true. interesting that those those smaller numbers are coming in those ranges. I'm, I'm I kind of wonder how if the 21 to 34 had been moved down to like 16 to 24, how many more there would have been in there? Because I feel like that's probably around the age where you have a phone that actually can play these games and you're going in on them. So I don't know. Yeah. But maybe you're not listening to podcasts because you're supposed to be listening to your math teacher. It, yeah, because math math's important, kids. Make sure you learn your math. Um, Shout out to Zathmir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poor guy. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how teachers do it in general. Anyway. Um, thank you for filling out the survey. Remember, yada, 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 all that stuff. You, if you're listening to this, you probably know, but this was a chance for you guys to kind of, you know, drop in some random stuff and, uh, you know, give us some trolley comments or whatever. And what did you see in here that you liked? Well, I'd like to say to to Mr. Sinister, I'm not going to say hi, babe, from the Republic. I'm just not going to do it. So, <laughs> there's that. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, there's some interesting stuff in there. Um, I don't know who my secret admirer is, but that's interesting. If uh, <laughs> I'm highly offended that I have to select an age answer that assumes I drink Bush Light. I mean, if it's free, I will. And I keep some in the garage fridge for visitors. But give me a local craft any day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These open-ended questions where you can just write things in always end up spiraling into the abyss. It's great. Yes, indeed. But Very good. And whoever said meow, very nice. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that could have been meow baka. Hmm. Ooh, how many times will wink yawn in the podcast? Uh, over under over s- under a five. Yeah, um, I uh, will take over, over all day. Yes, easily over. If you're yeah, that's, that, okay. Saying, Vegas would not would not release those odds. No, they're five. not. No, that no, would no. be more like fifteen, probably. Yeah. See, let's see. Um, taking the under on that would be like. I don't know. Actually, I can't think of anything that egregious. It would have been like picking <laughs> somebody to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. It would be like picking a Rose Zeta. Ah. Uh, oh, ooh. Uh, the wound is fresh. Uh, maybe it's not fresh, because maybe you haven't done it yet. Have you Zeta'd your two new characters yet? I have not. Um... We'll, hmm. we'll talk about that when we get to trivia. Um, <laughs> okay. As for now, though, um, I think we should give away some stuff. I mean, I think people like free stuff, so... I, I do, too. So, Dan, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go pull our Twitch sub list since you are signed in on Twitch. I need you to go pull that, download it, and pull that up, and we will pick a random person there, 
And I've got the stuff set up to dig through and do our Patreons. All right. And uh, let's see. We will do the, uh, the, the random number generator. And... Okay, so the first one is going to be... This will be the uh, $30 gift card. Or, or if you want a Shattered Order t-shirt, I, I could make that happen also. So, are you ready? Am I ready? I'm always ready. Let's hit them with the free stuff. Chicken bottom. Chicken bottom, he's in chat. What? How exciting. Him up. All right, chicken bottom. Congratulations, chicken bottom. Getting some free stuff today. Gift card or t-shirt your choice. And. Yeah, not too shabby. And we have a $10 gift card. And let's see. That $10 gift card is going to go to Seafront02. Seafront02, congratulations. And that is the winner for the $10 gift card. Um, all right. Have you got that other list pulled up? I've been looking for it. I don't know where to find it. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> uh, Let's see. Go to... You have to go to the video deal, and then you have to go to... Oh, this is... This is killer. Why don't we give out Twitch next week? All right. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give everyone an extra week. To sub on Twitch for their uh, chance at a $30 gift card. Actually, I think I can look it up here pretty quick. Um, Never mind. <laughs> go go ahead and... Uh, let's see. Dan? While we're waiting on Wink, let me go over some other things for you real quick. If you love the show, you love the chat for Twitch, if you love any of that stuff, we have a Twitch chat that kind of goes on all week long, and that's our Discord chat. So if you want to be part of a Twitch-like chat all week long, go join our Discord, discord.me slash shattered order. We are on the march to a 1,000 community members in our Discord. I think we're right around 950, so if you have not joined yet, now is a great time because uh, we may, I might be thinking about what happens when we hit 1,000. So there might be something going on. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is we're almost to a thousand people in our Discord server and we enjoy it there with you guys hanging out with us so much. So if you want to be part of that, come join us. It'll be awesome. Uh, yeah. What were you asking, Wink? Oh, I was going to say uh, thanks to those of you that have been subbing on the uh, YouTubes. Uh we we are over 1100 subs on youtube now so um thank you guys uh thanks to everyone who has gone on there and subbed and uh those of you that have your new revens 
I have a really awesome phase two video on how to use Revan and how to optimize that team. If you haven't seen that yet, go check it out. And if you know someone who needs some help with that team, send them the link. I think it's really good. Uh, very, very useful. And uh, yeah, I think y'all should be checking it out. And our Twitch person. For the uh, $30 gift card, or if you want a t-shirt, I could probably work that out for you. But, Drew77. Drew77, oh yeah. Congratulations. Hopefully uh, you enjoy your new gift card slash shirt. Don't try to wear the gift card. If you want to wear something, get the shirt, not the gift card. Smart thinking. The gift card does not cover much. Indeed. I'm not saying I know from experience, but you don't want to try to wear the gift card. So, if you want to wear something, get the shirt. So, Indeed. Yep. Shirts are going to be pretty awesome. And uh, uh, you guys, if, um, you know, if, if you want to go with the t-shirt, you can get the one sorry released or... We can hook you up with one of the new t-shirts that we're going to be announcing later. So uh, hit, <laughs> hit me up, guys. Let me know It'll what you awesome. want. And we will go from there. And I think it's time to go into this. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Ooh. The Galactic Chase is on. Very exciting. What? How cool, like, that is just such a cool name for an event, especially with what it is. Every time I hear Galactic Chase, I'm like, I'm going to catch them. I'm going to catch them all. Like Pokemon. Like Pokemon, yeah. yeah. Galactic Chase, got to catch them all. Heck yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, and it's a really cool idea for an event. Um, I mean, I'm... Go, and here's the good news it's when i thought heard the name i was thinking that's an empire centric name but the galaxy or a galactic chase doesn't really mean any specific faction so they pretty much said it right in the in the post they made the, earlier this week about galactic chase but it this is this pretty much confirms it's not just a shuttle thing because what they said in the update was shards or blueprints, blueprints, blue pants, shards or blue pants for a new ship or character can be end up on any type of node, hard nodes, dark side, cantina, fleet, etc. So basically, the first sentence of their post said for new characters, they can go or it can be ships, it can be characters, they will be going and rotating onto these different tables. So this is a new way for them to introduce Drew's characters. Now, does it end up that the ship's the only one on there? We'll see. But the from the post, what it basically says is this is a new way they're going to introduce characters. So hopefully we're able to um, get some new ones this way. I personally, so far, I really like it. Um, they're still, I feel as though they're probably still making money because everybody that hordes crystals or buying extra or not hordes crystals but using those crystals on refreshes the night before they know it's coming or using extra crystals on refreshes 
the days it's there to make sure they get what they want in that time there it's it's pretty much hammering uh all points for all people i think the people that really want it can spend all the crystals they want to get it to seven star and the people that just want to farm it slowly will be able to get them by playing normally so i mean i, I think this idea is really good um it does it actually did uh <laughs> it actually did end up going the way that I was thinking it was from what I read in the road ahead last week. And it's basically any fleet, um, any fleet node is going to reward the shards for this character. Now they did find an interesting way to divvy out those shards and we'll get that to that in two seconds, but, uh, it is on any shard of the selected area. So fleet shards or fleet nodes, Anything you do in there is going to give you a chance to get these shards. Now, the shuttle one started at the daily reset on February 8th. So last night at midnight or tonight, basically, I guess it's still today, but that's when it started. So if you saved all your energy yesterday, which you still can do one of the things that I did, um, there was a fleet energy pack. That was pretty awesomely timed with every the shuttle going on to fleet nodes. So if you did that by midnight, you had a good chance to get a bunch of shards and get, be well on your way to get this character. But they did something interesting, Wink, and I did not see this coming. And I'm guessing you didn't either. They actually posted the drop rate percentages for this ship yes. on the bonus drops. Yes, and the one thing that really stands out is that it's, different than most things in that it is actually based on the energy spent uh, because the drop rates for everything else are kind of just based on what it is, not necessarily the amount of energy spent to get it. So that makes this a little bit different and it results in, I mean, a hell of a lot more blueprints for, for the ship. I mean, than anything else, really. I mean, they're kind of making this thing pretty easy to get, which is unusual. I'm not, like, I feel like I'm missing something on this whole thing. The numbers are pretty high, surprisingly. And now that we're here, I'll talk about my energy situation with my shards. So I said I was 38 out of 80. I had... 1100 energy saved up at midnight last night. The I was doing Anakin's uh node, which is a 16 energy node. So now I'm understanding a little more why some people got a lot more shards for their energy than I did because at 16 energy it was the 64% and then the 20 is 80%. So a lot of people still farming Lando's ship or gear at those 20 energy nodes so they're getting that 80 percent drop rate mine was only at the 64 on anakin's so kind of figured out exactly why the my drops might not have been as fantastic but i mean still if i'm doing i mean they it should still i mean it should basically still be the same it doesn't you know if you well yeah i guess it all evens out as far as Amount of nodes you did, yeah, because you're getting you're so getting that. more attempts, which is which is why they did it this way, which makes it very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
So fair point. I only got 38 out of 80 for my energy. So that kind of, yeah, I was on the lower end, I guess, but I'm already halfway to unlocking it. So I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Not, not too bad. Uh, like I said, I think I'm at 13 or something. I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at, but I'm not doing refreshes for it. I'm going to use the the three one hundreds and that's as far as I'm going to go. Yeah. Every day, but I'm not going to get distracted. Too many other things to focus on. (laughs) It happens. So why don't we talk about the kit? What do you say? All right, let's run through that. The Emperor's Shuttle is a versatile support that boosts Empire and Sith survivability while debuffing enemies. This thing has, let's see, how many abilities does this thing have? Five? Five abilities. Basic, a unique, the hardware, which is its uh, thing where it comes into battle, whatever you want to call it, and then uh, two crew abilities with three three turn cooldowns each. So I think it's important to mention, as we're talking about this, the two pilots for this ship... One is Emperor Palpatine, and the other is Royal Guard. Yes. So Palpatine's Royal Guard and Palpatine are the ones on the shuttle, which makes sense because it's the the shuttle that's supposed to be flying him around, getting him to places. So obviously the Royal Guard would be with him to keep him safe. Once he gets off the shuttle, they're really not going to do much on the shuttle, I wouldn't think, unless they just crack shots. I don't know. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but those are the two pilots. Um, how is your Royal Guard? Eh, he's a gear nine or something. <laughs> Mine's still blue. <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, I used mine there for a little while. He's still not a bad character in certain circumstances, but yeah. Eh, not, well, he used to be really good when he first got reworked. He, Man, he was amazing. Arena meta for so long. Yep. But then once they, once they introduced protection, he pretty much lost his value. Yep. A hundred percent. He's so useful, though, in some circumstances. So, uh, his basic ability is aggressive offense. Deal special damage target enemy. Target lock. Inflict critical damage down on target enemy for two turns. Battle tested formation. This is his unique ability. Dispel all debuffs on the Emperor Shuttle anytime it takes damage from a target locked enemy. Empire and Sith allies gain protection up 20% for two turns uh, when critically hit, doubled to 40% for Empire or Sith allies that are taunting. That is... Which Empire or Sith allies taunt? Um, I mean, there, there are circumstances where, you know, uh, like TIE Fighter Pilot or... Uh, Maul or I can't remember how they get taunt. I've seen them taunt though. Hmm. Yeah, that's the one that made me think because I'm like off the top of my head, I there, and I'm not a ship guy, so there's that. There's also the I can't think force of taunt from what is that ship that comes in? They... Resistance pilot. Is that what it is? I don't know. I think it might be. 
Someone does it, but I'm just saying it's just interesting, something to think about. But so the uh, hardware ability, which is whenever it is reinforced into the match, Imperial Entanglement, Enter Battle. The Emperor Shuttle gains protection up 25% and critical hit immunity for two turns. Empire and Sith allies gain offense up for two turns. Inflict tenacity down on target enemy for two turns, which cannot be evaded or resisted. The Emperor Shuttle can use Emperor's Influence immediately, and that is one of his special abilities. <sighs> this starts on cooldown. That now is when you have to take a shot. Um, so I want to go back real quick to the uh, unique. If you are using an Empire and Sith team... The fact that they gain protection up for two turns every time they're critically hit, that's pretty. That's a pretty annoying unique. Yes. Kind of glossed over that, but that is a lot of protection that you can gain off something that happens a lot. So yep. maybe TIE Advance won't die so quickly. Yeah, making it a little bit more survivable will certainly be good. Um Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Uh, so that special ability that the hardware ability refers to, uh, Emperor's Influence, has a three-turn cooldown. Dispel all debuffs from target Empire Sith ally, then they recover 50% of their max health and protection. Dispel all debuffs from target enemy and inflict buff immunity on all target-locked enemies for two turns. This ability starts on cooldown, cannot be evaded. This is where it gets really interesting with Vader because if, you, if you're if you able to start out with, say, TIE Fighter Pilot Vader and, say, Houndstooth or something, if you can get some target lockout and then call in the Emperor, he will dispel the buffs on the target-locked enemies because Vader will keep the target lock from going away and inflict buff immunity. That is huge. That could be really big against, you know, a lot of these frustrating ships like Houndstooth, of course. Houndstooth. Yes. That's exactly what I thought of when I read this. Yep. I'm like, dispel all the buffs he currently has, so get rid of all that protection he already has, and throw buff immunity on him. Please, someone just shoot him and get get rid of him. Be done with it. So. Indeed. I like it. And the quickest way to do that is going to be with having this ship as a reinforcement because, you know, you will get to your capital ship's second turn before you will get to this ship's third turn. So, uh, something to think about. Mm -hmm. Royal Escort is the other crew ability. This is the one for Royal Guard. Deal special damage target enemy and inflict target lock on them for two turns. Then... The healthiest other Empire or Sith ally taunts for two turns. So there's a way to gain taunt. Um, healthiest. Now it's making a little more sense. Healthiest other Empire or Sith. So it cannot select itself. It has to select someone else. So. I'm not sure, <coughs> I'm not sure who would be a really great pairing for this ship for that reason because. You know, Taunt is obviously really good. Um, you have any ideas? Well, I'm opening up my game to look at the Empire and Sith ships right now because I am i can't really think of any 
most of them are kind of paper thin that I can think of, like the TIE Fighters and TIE Advanced. Um, let's see, Empire Ships. You got TIE, Re TIE Reaper, Gauntlet Starfighter, and then the TIE Fighter and TIE Advanced. That's all, it, that's all there is for Empire. Now looking at Sith... There's not Touch much. Screen. Not liking me. I mean, there's not... So, as far as Sith go, you got Sith Fighter, uh, TIE Advanced, Scimitar, and the B-28 Extinction Class Bomber. So yep. I don't know, like, really which one of those is beefy. The biggest looking is the Extinction Class, but yeah. I don't know that if that really means it's a it's tanky, so... Not really. But whatever's not tanky, it's going to give them... The extra buff, so that uh, yeah. 40% protection up on the uh, on the taunt. So that'll be helpful. Indeed. So, uh, yeah, that that is the uh, the Emperor Shuttle's kit. And uh, yeah, definitely some good pairings. I'm going to love it with TIE Advanced. Uh, I think those two are going to be awesome together. Um, you know, this is definitely going to be a ship that you can use on offense in Grand Arena and Territory Wars and, you know, hopefully take out some of those more pesky teams. You know, one thing to think about with this ship as well is even if it's not meta, it the way it works can help you build a very good fleet team for Grand Arena, Territory Wars, Territory Battles. Because we all know that having those... Well, I mean, territory battles, you only need one team. There's one node in Dark Side where you need two. But uh, this can put together a pretty good uh, team. Whether it's offense or defense, I guess we'll find out. But uh, this he can bring together an Empire Sith team. And if you're using your Rebels on defense or in the meta, whatever. This just builds another team for you to use. Uh, whether it's Chimera, Executrix, you're using with it. So definitely an interesting ship. I like it. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, I, what I can wait for is gearing Royal Guard, especially since I'm having to gear um, Old Ben right now. But yeah, another tank. Yuck. But there you go. So... In the end, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll definitely be a very good offense character in Territory Wars slash Territory Battles to go in against those walls of Houndstooth, especially if you put your own Falcon on defense. This will give you a good chance of a team that possibly could be working against um, Houndstooth defenses. So there is that. All right. Uh, what next? Um, Battle Droid Rework? Yeah, let's go. Well, let's go into the update from this week. So. Okay. Let's talk about some of those things. First thing, because, well, I guess you're right. It is mostly Battle, uh, Battle Droid rework, so We're, or we'll go separate over, destroyed rework. We'll go over B one's kit here in a second. Um, we got B 2s rework as well. That's in the game right now. A lot of stuff going on. 
Yeah. So B2 has always been pretty good. Um, he's always been quite usable, never been amazing, but always good. So they added some stuff to um, uh, all of his abilities, and then they gave him a second unique ability, which is kind of cool. So uh, his basic ability, heavy arms, uh, deal physical damage target enemy. Then they added this part. If target was target locked, inflict critical damage down for two turns. Otherwise, inflict target lock for two turns. So they're they're moving more target lock into the droid synergy teams, which is really good because uh, you know IG88s had it, but uh, so has Imperial Probe Droid, but it's never really been all that useful. So so has T three, which really makes me excited for the. Uh, oh yeah, I have a I have a very big feeling that General Grievous rework is going to rely heavily on target locks. Because we're seeing it with B2. We'll see it again with B1. Um, moving into a full droid team. You might see T3, uh, IG-88, or even Probe Droid become parts that might be used in this team. Because of the fact that just by looking at B2's rework and B1's kit, target lock is becoming a big thing as far as Separatist droids go. So... I'm looking forward to seeing IG 100's kit and the General Grievous leadership and what it entails with target lock because I feel like those three characters you and I listed along with these new ones being reworked are going to build a very interesting combo of characters for a team. Yep. The only thing that might make it bad is if 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 it's only for separatist droids. Yeah. But right now there's no separatist droid uh tag. So it would have to say just Separatists, which means it could open up a world of other characters that could be good in a team with Grievous. So if it's if it's given to droids, if his leadership involves droids, there's a very good chance if it ta- talks about target lock as well, that those three characters have a good chance of it, sneaking their way in with them. It could also be like Revan, though, in which there's you get bonuses for Jedi and you get bonuses for Old Republic, in which if you overlap both those categories, you get the double basically i wouldn't be surprised to see something like that uh, that could very well be as well uh so his special ability mow down final text still physical damage to all enemies dispel all positive status effects on them with a now 80 percent chance to also inflict buff immunity for two turns which is applied before the damage so uh that is super cool 80 percent you remember what it was before Wasn't it like 40? That's what I was thinking was 40%. Yeah. It was low. Yeah. This is way better. Indeed. I mean, this is the this is the ability that he made him meta. Yes. Made him a one of the successful Erodium characters was the fact that he he came became a guy that could get rid of pre-taunts and taunts very quickly. Indeed. Uh his first unique, this is the one that he's always had. B2 has a 40% chance to gain 100% turn mirror whenever another ally is evaded or damaged by an attack. They have now added target locked enemies have minus 25% crit chance and minus 25% evasion. This is one of those things that's a lot like the bounty hunter ships where in one of their uniques, there's just a little extra blurb that says, hey, if an enemy has target lock, um, 
these extra bonuses are going to happen to them. Yep. So I can't remember if B1 has something like this as well in his uniques, but we'll find out in a second. This is very similar to that. So 25% crit chance and evasion. I'll take them. Indeed. So especially when he's put thrown out target lock on his basic. So um so his second unique ability this is one that is entirely new b2 has a 40 percent chance to reduce its cooldowns by one whenever a separatist ally is evaded or damaged by an attack whenever b2 inflicts a debuff all other separatist droid allies gain five percent turn meter well there's an ability right there that says separatist droid yep so Throw out what I said earlier. Cool. That's uh, pretty spiffy stuff. That's, um, And I believe the Zeta part of that is the Separatist droid allies gaining the 5% turn meter. So, um, I mean, th- this guy goes a lot. He gains a lot of turn meter, and both of his attacks can do debuffs. So, um, I mean... There is certainly potential for a lot of turn meter gain here. Very, very cool stuff. I mean, I've always liked B2, but this just makes his kit even better, in my opinion. Like, he's this is a really good rework, I think. Yeah. And I think we, will, we won't see the full effect of that rework until we see the full team together, I don't think. But overall, he's been a decent guy to throw in when you needed to debuff people quickly and uh, keep them debuffed with a buff immunity on them. Now he's even better at those things. So I think this is going to be a really good rework as far as overall usability in the game, as well as more specifically targeted with a separate destroyed team. So we'll see. Yep. For sure. Well, you ready to move on to the B1 battle droid? Uh, yeah, I am, actually. You have it up on the screen? Uh, don't, because there were no images in the character reveal. So, I don't have those for the Twitch watchers. Oh. Well, uh, they'll get to... There is a sweet little video, though. There is a video. I do not have it, though. Yeah. All right, so unit name B1 Battle Droid. Alignment Dark. Categories Droid, Separatist, and Attacker. Fragile Separatist Attacker that overwhelms their enemies with numbers. This is a cool kit. All right, you ready? I'm so ready. All right, so ready. Here we go. Basic ability B1. Barrage. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy. If target was target locked, all droid allies recover 5% of their leader's max health and protection. That's... Isn't Grievous a tank? Can't remember. I have no idea. Because if Grievous is a tank, that is a lot of... Health and protection. Yeah. Uh, nope, he's an attacker. Is so it? okay. No. Yeah. 
more than likely he's going to be the leader. So whatever his health and protection is after the rework is what you're getting more, most likely what you're using him with. So we'll have to see what those stats are when we find out that information to kind of guess at what 5% of that is going to be on, on uh, his attacks on target locked characters. Yep. Indeed. Um, but definitely an interesting to have a full team heal of health and protection on your basic. Yes. Very cool. And, uh, but doesn't require Zeta. But what's interesting though, is his special blast them has a cooldown of zero. So it's almost like having two basic abilities. The final text, deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict target lock for two turns on the selected target. Gain one stack of droid battalion for each other separatist ally. He'll target other separatist ally for half a percent health and half a percent protection for each stack of droid battalion. Um, all right, I'm going to come back to this ability and talk about it again here in a second, but I'm going to keep going through the kit. His first unique, Roger Roger. Foul text, when another Separatist ally uses an ability during their turn, B1 assists, dealing 40% less damage, limit once per turn. When other droid ally uses a special ability, B1 gains 15% turn meter. All right. This is a cool ability as far as the the look of it because it has the three. Every time he assists, it's not just him assisting. Two of them pop up behind him and all three of them shoot at the person. So it almost looks like a little droid army on the assists. It's crazy. Interesting. You've seen this. Yes, it's... I have not seen the animations for it yet, so that is super cool. Um... Yeah, the animation's pretty sweet. Nice. Uh, I will have to go check that dude's out. Never, d- dude's hardly ever standing there by himself. <laughs> and the yeah. Uh, yeah, the turn meter gain whenever another droid uses a special ability, I think it's super interesting. I'm very curious to see exactly how well all that synergy and stuff works. But All right, so this is the big part of his kit. This is what really makes the B1 battle droid the way he is. All right. Droid Battalion. Final text. This is with a Zeta. B1 can't score critical hits or be revived. B1 has no protection, one health, and 100 stacks of Droid Battalion and can't be defeated or destroyed while they have Droid Battalion. When all stacks of droid battalion expire, B1 immediately destroys itself. B1 is immune to damage over time. Uh, When B1 takes damage, they dispel all debuffs on themselves and lose 8 stacks of droid battalion. At the start of B1's turn, they gain 3 stacks of droid battalion. And droid battalion... Each stack grants B1 plus 2% offense and all Separatist allies half percent tenacity and crit avoidance. So think about that. That's 200% offense when he starts starts the uh, encounter. Yes, he has 200% offense and all Separatist allies have, uh, what, 
50% tenacity and 50% critical avoidance. Yeah, it's crazy. That is really cool. Like, and this is, and literally, this Zeta is like almost required for him. Because if you look at what the Zeta text is, the Zeta is plus 50 stacks of droid battalion. I don't know that it's required, but it's going to make a pretty significant difference for sure. Uh, I, If you're going to use him in arena or other places, if you don't want him dying quickly, you're going to yes. want this. Like, I don't see anyone running this anywhere like, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Seriously, I guess. I don't see anyone using it without that Zeta because that is just way too much extra time for him before he dies because he also gains the three stacks of droid battalion at the beginning of his turn and his AOE will give him a stack, four stacks whenever he does it if the team is full of separatist droid allies. So, so he can gain seven stacks each turn. He loses eight when he dies. Um, that's assuming he's not ability blocked. But there aren't a whole lot of ability blocks that wouldn't kill him. Actually, I guess it would stay there, wouldn't it? Because he doesn't actually die. So he'd ability block him. He would use up battalion. He'd still be blocked. So as long as he has that ability, he can get up to, yes, seven stacks of... Uh, what droid battalion and um so that special ability heals separatist a separatist ally for half their health and half their protection that's pretty significant um so he he is an attacker he is a healer he assists he cannot be annihilated or die in odd ways you have to kill him over and over and over I mean, he is very zombie-like. This is a really, really good kid. Uh, I, I'm kind of Let me it. read a little extra stuff from the update. That they're, There's kind of uh, QA questions that a lot of people always have when these characters come out. So, what is B1's interaction with Atreya lead? When B1 takes damage from Treya's leader ability, B1 will cleanse any debuffs on itself before Treya's lead can heal her Sith allies. So that's how he works against Trey lead. Okay. B1 against Devour or Annihilate. When B1 is devoured or annihilated, its unique will trigger, causing it to lose eight stacks of droid battalion and dispel all debuffs on itself. Although B1's unique, droid battalion states that B1 can't be defeated or destroyed while they have droid battalion. Losing stacks of droid battalion represents willing down... The army of B1s. As such, the Rancor's Devour and Annihilate will trigger Droid Battalion to lose 8 stacks. Does not kill him. Only takes the 8 stacks away like it would if you killed him normally. Interesting. So, not going to do... You're not going to be able to Annihilate him. Or Devour. And then the last one. B1 and abilities that deal damage multiple times. B1 will lose 8 stacks for each instance of damage dealt. For example, being hit with Ray Scavenger's Flurry of Blows will remove 32 stacks, and being attacked while B1 has Exposed will cause it to lose 16 stacks. Interesting. So the best ways to get at this dude seem to be multi-attacks. For example, which makes me question how good he'll be in Arena right now, Revan's Direct Focus... And all the people coming in to attack with him, seems like it ta- could whittle down those droid battalion sacks very quickly. 
So it might take two of them, but you're going to be able to take a lot out with those multi-attacks. Or if you use Cody in the arena, like everyone else does, you can use his uh, his uh, multi-attack. So Yeah, that is definitely true. Um, yeah, so assists and multi-tappers are going to be very frustrating for the B1. Uh, yeah, but this is... Chicken bottom with the uh, Ahsoka Fulcrum. Uh, what does she do? Ten attacks? Or a certain amount of attacks for debuff. Yeah, that's like a good that. point. Uh, Can't remember. Leia, Rebel Officer Leia Organa, could be very frustrating for the B1 as well. There's a number of characters <laughs> who could be total hell for this thing, but this is a cool <laughs> kit. If you do, it's kind of it seems like one of those characters. If you don't come into it with the right game plan, you know you could end up in a spot where it is annoying as all hell. But I do not think that just, it is OP or anything. I really like these types of characters. I think they're really cool. They're really fun. It's obvious. Obviously, you don't want to have every character come out with a a trick kit like this. But he's very similar. It he reminds me a lot of Zombie, just the way his kit works, and it's gonna be really fun to use this guy. I'm really excited for it. I really like these types of kits. They're fun. So. I just hope we don't have some weird thing going on with this character like we did with uh, Paper Zombie Forever. Hopefully there none of that kind of thing is going on with this dude. But uh, we shall see what happens. Indeed. So. All right. So uh, what else was in this update that we should cover? Uh, just these two things. Why don't you uh, mention them? Um, all right, so they added a ship energy pack. Um, this, this was, uh, oh crap, I cannot find the notes for this stupid ship energy pack. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up in a second. So they added a new ship energy pack. Very exciting stuff. Um, and then I think the biggest thing here is that Carth Onassi and Juwani were not in this update. We keep expecting to see them in an update and they have just, they've not made it in yet, which, you know, kind of makes me think that maybe that stuff's a little bit further out than we were thinking. Possibly. Who knows? Um, very interesting. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of a couple of the big takeaways. Uh, oh, ship energy pack. Uh, that's right. That's the 600 crystals for what? I think that one's 640 energy. If I remember correctly, it's the same as Cantina. Uh, you got the new 4X fleet. Uh, what is this? The fleet data pack whatever uh where is the controversial one i am looking for this in notes and i do not see it um if you're unaware they did make a uh let's say controversial change with regards to the ten dollar packs which are officially going uh, bye-bye these are the marquee bundle 
packs. And these were the ones that used to be $9.99. They are now going up to $19.99. The one that everyone bought, by the way. Yes, this is the one that people love buying before. And like, if you weren't even going to take the character to seven stars, people still bought this pack. I bought this pack. So, but the pack is now going away in favor of a $20 pack. And that all you get extra is a bunch of crystals, it ba- a $10 pack of crystals. Yes. It basically forces you into buying a 10 pack of crystals in order to get that good deal on shards. Uh, I don't like it. Um, th- I don't like it this at all. Kind of kills it's just- any like Droid Eka. I'm super excited about. I was considering the ten dollar pack on that, and I think when they go to twenty, I think I'll pass. I not not spending twenty bucks. Ten, I would have done. Twenty, nah, I'm good. Here's a, here's here's what I want to say. Now, I would never. Tell people to spend or not spend. I'm just going to point out an idea of how this works. So if you look at the very end of this, it says, although these changes will be for Droideka, we may continue to make more changes or no changes for subsequent marquee events. Per the character cadence, we will communicate any changes two weeks prior to the event. If you want the $10 pack to come back, and I don't even know if it will or if it could, the only way to show that you want the $10 pack and you can't you don't want a $20 pack that's giving you crystals that you don't want just to get those shards is to not buy it. Right? So if you want to show in this marquee event that this change is not one that the players like, don't buy that $20 pack. If you don't like the change and you still buy the $20 pack and you don't like it, their data only sees numbers, not discontent while you press the button to buy it so if you want to get the 9.99 pack back don't buy the 20 dollars pack decisions are me myself yeah i'm not buying it this time around only because i think the 10 dollars pack is better and i don't want to buy crystals be forced to buy crystals when i don't want to buy crystals at the time yeah i think the 10 dollars pack was perfect because it gave you what you wanted for that 10 dollars yep so I'm just saying the way things work in these types of businesses is where does the money speak? And if the money's not speaking on a $20 pack, the $10 pack's probably coming back. So do what you will. I don't know. But that I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe not. Who the hell knows? Um, But I mean, it's, this is pretty binary. You either buy it or you don't. And uh, that's, that's all that, that's all data sees are binary answers. They don't see the, uh, the like you said, the discontent and frustration of having to spend $20 on these packs. So, Yeah, that doesn't tell them how hard you pushed the button, like how mad you were when you, you slammed your finger on the screen. Yeah. So I'm just saying, think with, your, think with your head, not with your heart, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But then explain to me this new marquee mega pack. Okay. The standard marquee pack is what, $12.99 or $13.99 for a chance at five to 330 shards. And now there's this new marquee mega pack for almost almost a thousand more crystals 
where the shards ran for 15 to 330 shards. And I cannot, for the life of me, figure out what the difference is. Besides mm -hmm. the fact that it's now 15 and not 5, so you're guaranteed 15 now. I don't understand why you would spend a thousand more crystals unless the odds get posted on that pack and they're like double what the other pack is. I don't understand this change, like at all. I don't know. It's it's the same pack, right? I don't. What am I seeing? Not seeing here. It's confusing to me. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I, I assume that the odds will change it so, some degree, maybe. Um, well, well, actually, it was twelve ninety nine before, wasn't it? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so if it's twelve ninety nine before and it's gone to twenty five ninety nine, you're doubling the crystal cost plus one, but the bottom shards are now fifteen instead of five, so you're getting triple on that bottom end for double the crystals. You know, and it averaged. Well, here's the here's the funny part. It though. averaged around. If you looked seven. at the probabilities that they have to give yes. you for those packs. For the standard marquee pack, the fifteen, or the at around right around twelve, was the most common one, and the lower than that had a lower percentage than the twelve. But this, so I mean, like you were almost getting fifteen guaranteed every time, anyway. Yeah, but this is probably going to change. I suspect that this will probably be a little bit better deal cost per shard. Uh, hard to hard to know without actually seeing the you know the odds of what you'll be getting, but I suspect that this will be a slightly better deal. Yeah, I I'm assuming it's I don't know. We'll see. I want I just want to see it in game and see what the what the deal is with it. But I'm confused by it. I mean, so. it sounds to me like it's the exact same. It's just the numbers change. So. We will see. I remember a Citadel pack no one liked for this price. I don't remember a Citadel pack. You don't remember the Krennic pack? I think it was Krennic. The one where even like some of the biggest whales put out a gigantic uh, uh, letter to CG about we're not spending money on a Citadel pack for $25.99. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. We're gonna have to talk about this afterwards. You have to remember this. We're a big deal back then. Citadel pack, Krennic, twenty five ninety nine. First time for a, a character, and it was like, why would I spend twenty five ninety nine for twelve crystals? Hmm. No, I don't know. All right. Well, if you're in chat, please, someone say you remember the Citadel pack. I'm not saying it didn't exist. Right, well, I just I don't remember. All right. I know, but I can't be the only person to remember. Uh, are you ready for this next thing? <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Let's do it. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. Everyone seems to think you're going to be Zeta in a character right now. So, what were my options? 
Okay. Give me a second and I'll find my the trivia from last week. I, I haven't had Your time options. to look at anything this week, so I figured I would just wait until the podcast and do it then. All right. Well, your first non-choice is Rose. So there's that. And then I think the other choice was... Um, I know Bodhi was one. Bodhi, farm boy Luke, and... I don't remember which the second was. I'm trying to find the slide. It's taken forever. All right, we're almost there. Am I even on the right one? Okay, yeah. So Bodhi, Veteran Han, and Farm Boy. Uh, Veteran Han and Farm Boy? Yeah, Farm Boy lead, Veteran Han unique, and Bodhi. All right, so Bodhi's is at the end of each of his turns. Bodhi gains offense up for two turns. Or, sorry, Bodhi grants offense up for two turns to a random ally who doesn't have it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Go back and listen to the kit reveal of Bodhi. And I was raving about this Zeta. <laughs> And I think we, that was at the point where, like, me and you just really loved Offense Up. And I'm like, yeah, give it to everyone. I love it. It is great. Now it's, like, one of the worst Zetas in the game. Uh, or, no, sorry, not worst, but the least used Zetas in the game. Um, veteran Han. Whenever Han gains any status effect, he gains 50 armor penetration stacking until the end of his next turn. I mean, if you had him and he was geared, that might be worth something. Perhaps. But I don't think you do. <laughs> um. Farm Boy Luke lead is what? It is... Alright, plus 5% more tenacity and whenever an ally resists a detrimental effect they gain advantage for two turns and advantage of course is a guaranteed critical hit what is it what what causes them to get uh advantage resisting a detrimental effect let's say uh in my heroic attempts on on uh, my alt with Future of the Order. I was thinking that might be interesting with the Rolo team for Phase 3 that I've been trying and playing with. Trying to get that crit advantage, or uh, trying to get that advantage on Rolo before she stands alone, if that would make it easier. But I don't know what she would, anyone, I don't know what she would ever avoid. So... Well, that doesn't really what, work there. what characters actually do something when they critically hit? Like, have some sort of advantage or something? Are there any that you can think of? Off the top of my head, no, but I'd have to... I'm sure there are plenty. Well, I, well there's... I have a question. How was it phrased? How was what phrased? Uh, the answers? The, the options... 
Bodie, Veteran Han Unique, and Farm Boy Lead. Farm Boy Unique is not an option. Mm, I don't like that. Because <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's not good. It's just not as bad. Isn't it the one that everyone wanted because it at, made huge damage possible in Heroic AT when it first yeah, came out? Yeah, to some degree. Uh, let's see. Gains 10% crit damage stacking till the end of the encounter. Which is freaking awesome for territory battles as well. If, if you use him. And he's a rebel, so he's available for a lot of uh, quests. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm kind of annoyed at Tesh because one of these was supposed to at least be decent. Neither are any good at all, but... Well, that's... The the best one was if you got five answers right. Yeah, that's hogwash. Greedo. Special. Like I said. Or Holdo, unique. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind doing Holdo. No. I don't know. All right, so those are the options. Let's go ahead and jump into trivia, and we'll <laughs> come back to this. Now, are we fighting against each other here, or are we working together to solve these? We're, we're competing. What the hell kind of questions that? Okay, I'm just saying. It, riddles suck, and I'm terrible at them, so odds are you will win. But we will see. I'm going to do my best. I'll give it the old college try. All right. It's going to be hard. I haven't been in college for a while. So, a whole year. Never mind. It hasn't been that nice. long. Nice. All right. Question number one. Here we go. An imposing figure. I clear buffs all day. Hit my allies some more, and I'll make you pay. Who am I? I'm, oh, crap. I'm going to pull this... Let's see if I can get the stream going. What was it one more time? <laughs> an imposing... All right, an imposing figure. I clear buffs all day. Hit my allies some more, and I'll make you pay. Who am I? I have an answer. Um... Interesting. Clear buffs all day. All day. All day, every day. Interesting. Trying to fill quiet space with excited yelling. All day. Indeed. Um, hmm. I don't know how much longer you have, because I had mine immediately. Really? Interesting. Um, I will okay I'm going with CLS who you got B2 super battle oh, droid that makes sense hit my allies some more and I'll make you pay because I get 100% turn meter a 40% yep. chance to gain 100% turn meter. that's my guess Pre I'm not saying it's right oh I'm but pretty sure that's right all right, the answer is B2, Super Battle Droid. One point 
for Goodnight Punk. <laughs> All day. All right. All day, Zylo. What is question number two? Question number two. Almost forgotten, I once was a leader. I apply different debuffs if you're a tank or a healer. And here we go again. Almost forgotten, I once was a leader. I'll apply different debuffs if you're a tank or a healer. Do you know this one? No. Yeah, me neither. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to know any of these because I am not good at this sort of stuff. <laughs> Riddles? That's why I said, are you going to work together or not? You chose this life, fam. <laughs> um... I got a guess, but I'm pretty sure it's wrong. I've got absolutely zero idea. I don't think he, the person I'm thinking of does different debuffs if you're a tank or a healer, though. Will you come up with an answer and then I'll give my answer? Hmm. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know. I'm not even going to take a guess. What, what do you... Alright. My guess is old Ben. He's the only one I can think of. But I don't think he changes on healers and tanks. Mm -hmm. He doesn't. Alright, so let's see what the answer was. Director Krennic. Yeah, I never would have got that. People use that character? I literally had no idea what he does, so... <laughs> I know he has a unique that works with Death Trooper, and that's a Zeta, but that's that's no. that's all I know. All right, well, that's the end of that one. One zero still. All right, here we go. From Wookie Cookie. To be proficient in battle, one must be quick and lethal, but I am not. Who am I? <laughs> what? To be proficient in battle, one must be quick and lethal, but I am not. Who am I? I think I know where he's going with this. I cannot think of the character, though. Well, I think it means it's someone that's slow. I, I have a guess. I have a guess just because if I don't guess this, I don't know. They're not, I mean, they're not that slow, though. I don't know. I got a guess. What's your guess? I have no idea. I'm going to say Wicket, because I can't just say all Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is Wicket. Because they're not very fast. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I don't have a, any idea. What's the answer? Or the answer is Cup. Non-lethal takedown. Ah. Is one of his moves. <laughs> Clever. Ooh, very, very nice. Jeez. And that's it. I think that's his, that's his basic because that's the one with the stun. Is it? Don't ask me why I know that about Cup, but I do. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. 
That was good. All right, question four, still one zero. Though allies may heal you, I reduce their effect. If I am to kill you, you won't resurrect. You know what it is? I'm 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 jumping between two characters in my head right now. I had to figure out how this character had part of it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Nihilus only because Death Trooper can inflict death mark, but he doesn't necessarily kill you with death mark. Someone else could kill you with it. Uh I'm going with Darth Nihilus as well because he will reduce the effect because he does health down. Yeah, I was wondering if the Zeta, his unique, isn't his unique? Unique Zeta was the what they were going for there. Yes. With the health down. All right, let's see here. The answer is... Not changing. There it is. Oh, Django Fett. Really? Interesting. I feel like Nihilus falls under the same category. <laughs> Actually, not entirely true because Nihilus can kill you and you resurrect, so. Next be curious. I'm looking at the kit now. I'm looking at Django's kit. What are you looking at on his kit? Well, now I'm looking at his unique. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it is. We'll find out this week, though. What is interesting? the next question? All right, last question. Still up 1-0. From Wookie Cookie. So it's going to really mess with our minds again. Speed and taunt don't make me great. Counterattack and turn meter gains separated me from the rest in an endless stream of my kin. I have a guess. I'm pretty sure I know who this is. You let me know once you've come up with an answer. But I think I've got this one all day. I think I've got this one, but we'll see. <laughs> um, all right, what do you got? Actually, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, I'm going to say mine and you can't say it after that. How's that? No, because I'm down between two answers and one of those may be your answer. <laughs> All right, then I'll wait. Um, I mean, I feel pretty ans calm. I feel pretty confident in my answer and then I'm going to be wrong because that's just what happens in trivia to make me look 
ridiculous. Yeah. So. I... Yep. All right. Uh, I got my answer. What are you going with? What do you got? I'm going with fives. Makes sense. Because in an endless stream of clones, every time they're hit, he gains a crap ton of turn meter with his Zeta. I went with B1. B1. All right. Apparently there were two slides to this. No, I went the wrong way. <laughs> the answer is fives. Very nice. Got it. Is there another question? Um, if there is one more question, it will be for fun because I have already defeated you. There's a sixth question. All right, there you go. Eldor and your friends, thanks for coming to the stream. Glad to see you. All right, question six. Here we go. Though I never was quite the master in game, Jedi Ahsoka once lauded my name. I found a place reinforcing some ships and often was paired in a fleet with snips. Oh, goodness. I'm allowed to look at the ships, right? No. What do you mean, no? That won't give me the answer. I mean, I have a guess. I don't know that's right. I know what I'm going to go with, but I got no idea what the answer is. The third line is throwing me off because I want to give an, a kind of answer, but I don't think that I can. I'm going to go with... You ready? I'm going with Plo Koon. Mm. I'm going with Jedi Knight Anakin. Hmm. Okay. Why does it keep doing that? Apparently I can't press the down arrow. Gotta type in the number. All right. Here we go. Answer is Plo Koon. Very nice. Hey, -oh. another answer for good night punk. Is there another question? Are you, are you open for redemption here? There is a seventh question. Uh, all right. All right. The redemption. Maybe we can get one right. Three to zero right now. All right. <laughs> Everyone in chat, I just looked over now that we're not answering. Wink has no chance with Clone Wars questions. <laughs> That's where I get the one up on you. I don't see All anything right. in the chat. You don't? Well, that's weird. 
Trivia number seven. Hmm. If I evade you, I'll leave a surprise. And on my next turn, double tap twixt your eyes. Read it one more time. If I evade you, I'll leave a surprise. And on my next turn, double tap twixt your eyes. I know the answer. <laughs> Woo-wee! Yeah. Gonna get a fourth point right here. I have no idea. I'll leave a surprise. Yeah, I don't know. Cad Bane. When he evades, he will leave a uh, thermal detonator. And his basic can double tap. Did. Had no idea. (laughs) I mean, we haven't revealed the answer. I just, I'm pretty sure that's the answer. Cad Bane, all right. Very nice. All right, all right, Wink, let's see if there's an eighth question because there's 19 slides on this, so there might be an eighth question. Nope. That is the end. I have absolutely demolished you tonight. Very nice. And I'm so happy that we, we wagered two Zetas at the beginning of this. I will pick nice ones for you. All right, perfect. Are you, are you going to pick Darth Revan? Yeah, you get Darth Revan and Cartho Nass. <laughs> All right, Wink. I think that's going to bring us to the end of the show tonight. Um, How you feeling over there? All right, Tesh. Uh, yeah, I don't know which one to go with. I personally would go with Farm Boy. I just think there's so much rebel stuff in the game that you will actually you might actually be able to find a place for that. Nope, it's totally worthless. <laughs> well what maybe Bodhi can help you uh beat go uh, six for six in phase six with his offense. That's up. true, maybe. I do have to go look at his again, actually, because I don't, I don't use any of these characters, nor do I have any use in, you, or do I have any interest in using them? <laughs> uh, yeah. He's thinking. Yeah, it's all terrible. The hamsters are on the wheel. Tash, I'm going with uh, Luke, Luke's unique. <laughs> Same character. I'll take it. I still think that's enough punishment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I... Veteran Han just kind of... That one just seems so worthless. At least with guaranteed advantage, like you can... 
You can probably do something with it. Does he have a ship? Do any of these guys have ships? They don't, do they? Bodhi should. I mean, he was literally a pilot, but he does That's not. That's a good point. He doesn't. And neither does Veteran Han and Farm Boy Luke. Luke should fly the uh, Red Five, right? You would think he would have a ship, but he doesn't. It's uh, I don't know. I don't know if Red or Five T sixteen came for the T sixteen. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. I love the look of that ship. Put that one in game. Oh, no. That's the new next event is a. Uh, what is it? Shooting. Oh, I can't remember the quote, so I'm not even going to try. Shooting Womp Rats. Something like that. Oh. That's the next event. Shooting Womp hey, Rats in the no, 216. No, no, no. Actually, Chicken Bottom just brought up a good point. Farm Boy is actually a decent leader for Wampa. Extra tenacity and mm. well, he he has stacking crit chance though, so I guess he don't really need advantage. But the tenacity, hey, could work. Make it a thing. Make a video and turn this punishment around. There you go. Hmm. <coughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think I'll go with the. Luke lead then. So I can do something with it to some degree. Tenacity is not bad. It, 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 it pains my heart this whole time, this whole conversation about these datas because you just seem so unhappy. No, honestly, um, well, this podcast has gone way longer than I expected and I am so freaking exhausted. It's not even funny. No, I got you. So man. it probably well, sounds more painful than I intend for it to sound. <laughs> I am dead. Okay, good. So it's not so the... uh Um That 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 will be it. Uh Luke that was Lee. weird. I just literally lost Wink. <laughs> Apparently he's going to sleep I, now. I think I lost you. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'll try to get him back. You give me a second. Hello? <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> All right, let's get him back. Let's get him back. Come on, Wink. Answer the phone. All right, well, it looks like Wink is unavailable. Literally, Skype saying he's unavailable. So, oh, never mind. Hello? <laughs> I can hear you. I cannot see you. The hell happened? <laughs> you disappeared. You're like, it was... The comedic timing in your dropping out on phone calls tonight has been yeah on dude, point. My on point. My internet is terrible. In case you did not know already. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, 
Well, for everyone watching the live stream, Double Goodnight Punk would like to say thanks for watching the show. Um, it was a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we will see you back here next week and uh, in Discord, discord.me slash order. Come hang out with us. It's really fun there. Um, yeah, so... Wink, you got anything else left to say? Um... Uh... Not not really. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, while Wink contemplates his Zeta decisions, we're going to cut it out here, and we will catch you all on the flip side. Thanks for coming in. We will see you next week. Later. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round. <laughs>